welcome to the Disruptive Consulting Podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Back to another enlightening episode of the Disruptive Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Tamburino. In today's episode, we're diving into the captivating world of grant management. Uh, part of a nonprofit, an academic researcher, small business, or even a startup looking for some funding to boost, um, this episode is tailored for you. Let's take a closer look at the intricacies of writing grant proposals and set your organization on a path to success. So a couple of the key strategies uh, to becoming a better grant writer is understanding your audience. It means getting into the mindset of the grantor. So what are their goals, right? What are their priorities? How does the project, or in my case, as the writer or manager, um, how does my client's project align with the grantor's ideals? It's about making the connection between your needs or their needs, and the grantor's objectives. When we talk narratives, we need to keep in mind that simplicity is key, but it's a fine line between too simple and not elaborate enough. So we need detail, but we don't want to drown out the point that you're trying to get across your want or need because your narrative is overwhelming. So in most cases, it comes down to business writing but with a strong community focus. And that's why my team and I are really good at what we do because my business writing background, my relationship to the community with my municipal consulting and my understanding of demographics and, and project management and budgeting and forecasting and the financial analysis piece, it, 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 they, they do really well together, right? So we're gonna kick this off with a few tips. Uh, hopefully these tips will help. And then at the end, we'll give you a few free and available resources that you could take advantage of. Um, so first and foremost, the cornerstone of your proposal, right? Your budget. Uh, this document is going to be detailed and precise, of course. Poorly constructed budget can cast a shadow on the organization's capabilities and potentially jeopardize your chance for funding. I want you to include specifics like expenditure on similar past projects, I'd say maybe the last 12 months, two years, as far back as you can go, ideally. And funding received, the project costs for the current project or projects, and estimates of additional funds that are going to be required to make this happen, right? The thing that I want you to include in these applications or in preparation for these applications is really identify and understand your target population so you can translate this to the funding agency or to the funder. So who stands to benefit from your project or program? The more detail that we provide or you provide about your audience, the better. I use the U.S. Census Bureau because I have focused largely on municipal agencies. So we're looking at the communities, um, but maybe 
you are focusing on a university population, in which case you probably have internal demographics from uh, enrollment. But we still need to understand the same level of detail, right? So who stands to benefit from the project or program? Included demographics like age, gender, ethnicity, language spoken at home, geographic location. Where do they come from? Where do they typically live? Um, any barriers that they face? Like, uh, I mean, language spoken at home could be a barrier, right? Or if we're talking about poverty level, anything like that. All of this information, especially on a municipal level, most of it is readily available, whether it's the Council of Governments that's collected it, whether it's the U.S. Census Bureau. Um, I believe 2021, 2022 data has already been publicly released. So there's plenty of information out there. Um, it's just a matter of really obtaining it, taking it in, cleaning it, um, and then being able to do the analysis so that we can properly use it, right? And, and ultimately, this is going to paint a clearer picture for the grant reviewers. So how, and, and it's going to help them understand how your services meet the needs of this particular group. Next, and I, th I personally think that this is what translates into making the, the biggest, uh, I personally think that this is what translates into helping the funder understand why you deserve the funding as much as you do, and ultimately helps make their decision to give you this money or, 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 or loan you or, or match you on the funding that you request. What is the impact? What is your organization's impact? What impact will this project have in your community or whomever is benefiting from this, right? So what positive changes has your organization already brought about? And now here's where the storytelling can be a game changer. I want you to think about this when you're writing this, right? narrate the compelling stories infused infused here so use statistics and highlight the differences that you've made in the past graphs tables other visual aids uh anything like this can be a powerful way to solidify your narrative and ensure that the message is both seen and understood right so you have a visual component to this narrative and this can be something as simple as when you're putting together say a list of board members you're including their headshot along with a bio not just listing john smith john smith's title and john smith's email address right because there's a big difference in when i'm reading through something and i'm i look at john smith's headshot john smith's short bio a little bit about where he's from or, or what he's done for the community john smith smiling right it's a big difference in the way that it's delivered or even just a basic visualization of the impact that it's made and we see a, a chart rather or a graph rather than just a number right and, and this is basic business but it can be applied to the grant application process as well so why is this necessary and what impact will the project have well the impact statement for me is key right i won't write anything unless we can properly put together 
a really, really great impact statement. And this is where the data for me can be incredibly powerful, right? Tangible analytics consulting, like everything that I do is around data. So it's not enough to say that your project will just make a difference. You need to show it with hard numbers, use statistics, use case studies, testimonials to build a strong case in an evidence-based narrative. So oftentimes, a good strategy could be getting letters of support, maybe senators or community leaders or members of the population, just general population, people that see that they need this and they want it and they support your cause. You get the gist, right? All right, so now for a second, let's just shift gears. This is a little simpler subject, and I think that maybe uh, more of you could relate, and, and this could be like something that, that uh, the less skilled could benefit from. So shifting gears to finding the right funding source. And now this is where a little bit of thorough research comes in, but it could be a little easier to find, and I think maybe this is more of an administrative task. So you need to understand the landscape of the potential funder. So what are they interested in? How does your project fit into that? right? But there are a number of different funding sources. So you could find different sites, and most of them are paid, but grants.gov is a free resource. You can always find something there as long as you sign up for an account. Um, but you can sign up for the grants.gov account. You just search. It's not as, uh, there aren't as many resources, and well, maybe less, maybe fewer foundations, or, or um, but some federal opportunities. And we could find new, new opportunities there for funding. Uh, I personally use things like Instrumental or GrantWatch just because there's a larger pool of new opportunities. This is not to promote either because I'm not affiliated with either, but um, these are just sources that I use, so I figured I'd pass it on. Um, but I think that, you know, the, it's just an easy, simple way for you all to, to obtain some of the sources that you need um, to kind of get to the next step so that you can find some of the opportunities to use the tips that I've presented. We're going to continue to share tips, but um, just to use some of these new tips to, to, to move forward. Um, all right, another couple of things. So the cover letter. Talk about the cover letter quickly. So the cover letter is, it, the cover letter is your chance to shine. And this is where we really make our case to the grant maker about why the organization is the best fit for this project, right? So I like to highlight the uniqueness the past success, and any connections that my project or my client's project has directly to the funder's mission or values. Right? And when I do that, it just translates a quick message, shows them the impact that it could have. This is a short impact statement. Bang. Hooks them. And this is the hook. Think of it like a marketing tactic. Now. Next piece of the, 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 we've touched on this very briefly, visualization. As the saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Graphics, photographs, mentioned this in, in the, the list of board members or something like that. Other forms of medias, maybe we want to upload videos. If it's a larger application and they give you the opportunity to upload something. Uh, infographics anything that could represent your mission, the project, the community. Um, these can all make your impact tangible. Showing children 
at an after-school reading program. Pictures of photos of that. Uh, these can all illustrate the effectiveness of your literacy initiative or, or just another example, you know, uh, in a way that, say, text just simply can't. Um, another thing, so accurate financials, uh, non-negotiable, non-negotiable. Your financials should be auditable um, by a certified accountant and presented in the currency of the funder. Eventually, if you're funded, they will be audited. They will check for accuracy. Uh, funder will make sure that everything is spent as you say it will be spent. And they will make sure <laughs> that what you have claimed is targeted, accurate to a T. So when you're putting together these budgets, you're putting together these estimates, make sure that it's on point. Now, I have had clients that have said, we need $100,000. And I have said, do you have a budget? We need three years worth of projections. And they have said, well, I know that we're 80% through the application, but I do not have a budget. And I said, well, can you export your income statement off QuickBooks? And they said, unfortunately, we don't use QuickBooks. And I'm not sure that we were able to finish that, that application, but it was disappointing. Um, but unfortunately, in that situation, it was in the best interest of the client, right? Because we need to act in the best interest of the client, but the client also needs to protect themselves because if we start misrepresenting financial information, then everyone is held liable, right? So the most effective approach here is to pursue one proposal at a time, pursue one pro project at a time, build trust with the funders with accurate financial projections, and make sure we're all on the same page. I mentioned one proposal at a time. The reason I mentioned this is because we don't want to get these things mixed up. Right now, if we're saying multiple proposals, of course, sometimes the narratives could blend together. And if we have one project and we're trying to get multiple funding sources, now the way that that goes into the budget is because if if we're saying, okay, Foundation A, Foundation B, Foundation C, we can tell them that we're pursuing all of these funding sources, but it could be concurrently counterproductive because it may waste resources, but if we're only looking for $100,000 in between the three of them, we're requesting 300,000, they could all come back and say, wait, you just requested 300,000, but none of the uh, funding periods are over. So why would we give you 100,000 when the other two may approve you, right? So we may only, it may be counterproductive for you to pursue all of them, right? So you notice there are many intricacies here when we were talking about pursuing grant funding, we don't want to just start throwing shit at the wall and shotgunning everything. And this is a big misconception when it comes to consulting in the grant er arena because people think, well, we hired you as a grant consultant. Why have you not put in 10, 20 applications? Well, we've not put in 10, 20 applications because it isn't in your best interest to do so. So if you hire a grant consultant, cut them some slack. 
so now listen when you're th there are only a couple of tips left so bear with me a uh, couple when you're writing this narrative and you're putting this together i want you to remember your audience i want you to write in in most cases actually almost every case write in third person okay third person is crucial and i want you to remember your audience you're writing for the funder not for yourself or for your organization so you have to make sure that your proposal resonates with the funders interests their priorities the language that they understand and you're responding to their questions and going off on some tangent you're avoiding industry jargon and acronyms that may confuse or alienate the person that's reviewing right if we start saying if we have a mission and then we have an issue that we need new tables for our next health event and they ask us something other than the problem and we start the response to this question as we need new tables for this health event and then begin to answer the problem it may not be effective because they've already read that we need new tables for this health event and we're starting by not saying that that we're starting this response by not giving them a real response right so make sure that you're accurate you're avoiding jargon we're not using acronyms and we're resonating with their real interests because when it comes down to it this will be extremely important extremely important all right so finally finally so i want you to remember that once you've secured this grant the work is not over and really this is just the beginning of the management piece um and, and this is a crucial part of this process right this includes everything from tracking your progress and reporting back to the grantor and this is where grant management tools like grantable.io can be extremely helpful uh they can help you stay on track keep organized keep track of deadlines report tasks alert your teammates uh, and this can be helpful even when you're putting together uh the grant application this can be helpful when you need to track files and keep track of who's uh responsible for delivering budgets or anything like that um ensure you're meeting all of your grant requirements it's about being accountable and transparent showing the grantor that you know their investment is being put to good use and if you want to know more about grant writing and you'd like to take away a few more helpful tips that like you can request a free ebook in the description of this video uh it's called attributum it'll guide you on your journey to becoming a better grant writer this was written internally by us um, it's filled with helpful tips very similar to this video it just goes into a little more uh detail so it's a pretty elaborate book but uh it's available on amazon we'll give it to you for free uh, to summarize so successful grant writing really involves you know well-structured budget detailed understanding of your target population the ability to deliver that as a powerful narrative uh, of your impact remember impact statement 
persuasive cover letters, use of visuals, accurate financials, uh, jargon-free proposals, and so much more, including grant management systems. Do not forget that. But when executed correctly, uh, all of the tips that I've given you can increase your chances of securing grant funding significantly. So remember that your goal is to make a compelling case that leads potential funders to invest in your cause. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Disruptive Consulting Podcast. We hope that these insights will guide you into grant writing success. If you have any questions or suggestions or feedback, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. We're always looking to bring you the most relevant content. I'm Brian Tamburino, and in the words of the great Joe Dirt, keep on keeping on. That was Disruptive Consulting. The opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of the company, guests, or sponsors. Disruptive Consulting is a presentation of Tangible.